In Act 4 of Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, Prospero says, We are such stuff as dreams are made on, and our little life is rounded with a sleep. That led to the more modern phrase, the stuff that dreams are made of in the movie The Maltese Falcon from 1941. Dreams. Our dreams can be so much more depending on who you are. They are both fabulous and mundane. Mysterious and plain. Is sleep just our body's mechanism to restore itself? Or is sleep a gateway to a realm of consciousness that we have yet to truly understand? What are dreams really? Daydreams? Sleep dreams? Why do parts of our brain stop functioning when we sleep? Why does certain brain activity increase when we're asleep? Why, during certain stages of sleep, do our muscles become paralyzed? Why does our immune system strengthen when we sleep? Why are 95% of our dreams lost? to consciousness when we awaken and are unable to be remembered. Today on the Mike's Opinion Podcast, we explore the world of dreams, the science, the myths, and the mystery of dreams. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Today, we are definitely going to dive into dreams, but first, you know I always want to know, I always want to know, how are you doing? How are you doing? Huh? Winter is in full swing down here in Texas. We're going on our second ice storm. And as I said last episode or the episode before that, is COVID even here anymore? Nobody wants to wear masks. Truckers are blocking stuff because they say they get unfair treatment. But anyway, we're not diving into that today. I just want to know how you're doing. Always hit me up. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know how you're doing. Just say, yo, Mike, I'm doing fine. Or Mike, I'm doing whack. Or whatever the situation is Also you can do so on the socials Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn I'm all over the place Hit me up, send me some feedback Let me know how you're doing Always want to know So, today Dreams Did you listen to the intro and the, the questions that I asked? I'm going to answer some of those questions today But my wife and I were talking And we are unconventional people we are not necessarily societal subscribers, so we think differently. And we were talking about dreams, and I said, you know what? I've had this on my list of episodes to do, subject matter for, for episodes, things that I like talking about, things that interest me, and dreams is definitely one of them. Now, this is going to be a a semi-deep dive. It's not going to be as deep as I could have gone because at the end of the day, I don't want to give a class, right? I'm not trying to give a class. And frankly, I'm not qualified to give a class on dreams because I'm not a dream expert. However, I can read and I can research. I do do research for any and all of my episodes, as you know, and dreams are so 
just mysterious and fantastic. You know, I think to myself on how dreams have affected me. And there's no doubt that they have. They they definitely have. Dreams are more than just, in my opinion, of course, this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast where logic is unleashed, baby. And in my opinion, dreams can be a variety of things, but they are definitely more than just our synapses firing and our our memories of the day. Because have you had dreams that are so random, like from years ago, or even dreams, futuristic dreams, right? Like, you know, one of the questions I asked in the intro was, are dreams a gateway to another form of consciousness? But before I answer that question, whenever I do episodes of this nature, anything specific, a specific topic, basically any of my episodes other than my update episodes, I I uh, I always like to give the definition. So let's go ahead and start there. The definition of dream or dreams as a noun is a series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. The second noun definition is a cherished aspiration, ambition, or ideal. And we're not talking about dreams today in the second noun definition context. That's for if you just aspire for something, this is your dreams to fulfill something. It's it's your cherished aspiration. We're not talking about dreams in that context today. We're talking about it in the context of sleep, where your mind goes when you sleep. It's also a verb. Experience dreams during sleep is the first definition as a verb. The second definition as a verb is indulging daydreams or fantasies about something greatly desired. I'm going to touch on daydreams as well. But going back to that question and a Mike's Opinion podcast answer for me is is going to be, so are these dreams, when we're sleeping, do we have access to another form of consciousness, another realm of consciousness? When we're asleep, does this dream state offer a gateway into another level, another you know form, another realm of consciousness? One that may allow us to travel, one that may allow us to connect with people that are not on this plane of existence in terms of being alive on planet Earth. In other words, the deceased or the unborn. Do these states, these dream states of consciousness allow us to to engage in seeing the future? In, in prophesizing. Hmm? Now, I don't know about you, but for me, dreams have been all of these things for me. Okay? I can tell you without a doubt, zero doubt, that when I have been asleep, and in a dream state, and I will get into the the stages of sleep because that definitely directly affects when we get into the dream state. But I have been visited by people that have passed. And you might say, yo, Mike, what are you talking about? It was just a dream. No, 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 no. No, it was not merely a dream. And here's how I can tell you I know the difference. While it is hard to convey and 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 translate this into words, I will do my best. The first word 
is vivid. Okay. Something so lifelike that it's not only in my mental, it's not only in my brain. I can, all my senses are stimulated when I'm visited. It has depth. Think of it as a regular dream is a flat, regular sheet of paper. Okay. When I am visited, it is a full three dimensional sculpture with depth and height and width and, and, and substance. Now, I have been visited by the deceased in many ways. One of these ways is during the dream state. My grandmother, may her soul rest in peace, visited me almost immediately after passing. I want to say it was two days. And because I couldn't be there to hold her hand or, or be with her when she passed, I was states away and I couldn't get there in time. I got a visitation from her. Beautiful. And she wanted to let me know that she was okay and she was no longer in any form of, of suffering and she was joyous. The skeptics will say, the scientists will say, this was my brain just having memories and wanting to perceive her as being forgiving for me not being there when she passed and and pacifying myself that she was okay. And I wholeheartedly, emphatically, and passionately, passionately disagree. This was my actual grandmother's soul, essence, being, life force, whatever you want to call it, communicating with me. No doubt. This is no doubt for me. Now, let me give you a little substantiation. I want to substantiate why I know this is true. It is said, on earth, there's nothing new. No new water, no new air. That, you know, we're trapped inside this environment, this atmosphere. That's why, you know, you catch on fire when you come back in. You have to burn your way through back into this atmosphere. We're in an enclosed bubble. And there's no new energy. Now, keep in mind, it takes an electrical shock to bring you back to life if your heart starts. We are electrified creatures. No doubt. We are, we have frequencies. We have electricity. We have all these systems and things inside these wonderful human bodies. So our life force energy, what many people refer to as the soul, it's a powerful energy. Your consciousness, just like when you dream, your body does amazing things when you enter sleep. One of which, in a certain stage of sleep, your muscles become paralyzed for a variety of reasons. One, so you can't injure yourself during a, a, a very eventful or violent dream. Okay? But we are susceptible vulnerable and open to different levels of consciousness. There are different levels of consciousness. Let's, let's just establish that. Now, I don't mean to speak unkindly of anyone. 
but just awakened consciousness in the level, in terms of the levels of intelligence. There are brilliant minds, right? And then there are, I believe they're called, the politically correct term now is mentally challenged. They used to call them, and I don't think it was any disrespect, but they used to call them retards or retarded people. And once again, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody because I understand now we refer to people that have less than stellar mental capabilities as mentally challenged. But just on an awake plane, just being awake, there are different levels of consciousness and those coincide with intelligence because you got to be vibrating at a higher vibe via you know, higher frequency to be a rocket scientist to be a mathematician versus being a clerk at the grocery store who if the the amount is 501 and you give them five dollars and a nickel they struggle and i'm not down at nobody that, that i'm not i really i'm not i'm really not Okay, because we we need the rocket scientists. But do we really? Do we really? I mean, I guess if we want to explore Earth, but we need that grocery store clerk to ring up our items to check us out. We everybody need we need the janitors. We need the astronauts. We we need these people. So. Unfortunately, it's, you know, our societal structure structure. Many people are paid much more. But these essential workers, as the pandemic has just taught us over the last couple of years, essential workers, they are essential. Okay. These grocery stores, essential. There are a lot of essential workers that are underpaid and underappreciated. And I just want to beat that drum for a minute because I don't want anybody to think I'm condemning anyone. I'm just trying to relay my perspective and get you maybe to think about these levels of consciousness and why when it comes to our dream state when we lay our bodies down and we close our eyes and our body performs these transformations and our mind our brain, which is still not even close to being fully understood, that our potential is untapped, that these brains of ours, when we delve into sleep, become tools or gateways into things that we don't know how to control or understand yet. And what I'm telling you here right now is one of those states is an opening to a deceased person to communicate with you. Yes, I've experienced it more than once. I've also experienced being visited conscious, conscious rather, fully awake, not dreaming, outright Pure paranormal experience, spiritual, not spiritual, but um, experience that was so profound and undeniably that this person's life force or soul was in the room with me, with no body attached to it, without a doubt, no doubt. Now, just continuing on on the brain, there have been studies and there have been government studies there have been those that claim to be able to physically move objects with their brain we have found a way to connect computers to our brain where we can move the mouse cursor we can type stephen hawking uh may he rest in peace had a device that would allow his brain to speak through his computer. So this interface between hardware and our brain is here and it's going to continue to evolve. So I ask you, 
if we can use our brain to use the computer, right? What else can our brains do? What else can our sleeping brain do? Now, I definitely like to know from you what dreams have been to you, for you, and what they've meant to you. Have you had any of the contact from a deceased? Please, any of your dream stories, I'd love to hear from you. I may even share some if I do a dreams part two episode. But hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. It's in the show notes as well. That is my email address. Hit me up directly. Maybe I'll even have you as a guest on the show if you have some really good, profound stories about dreams because I'm fascinated by this stuff. I'm fascinated by our entire world and these things that are not developed yet by us. Now, there are some people that profess to be dream analysts, dream experts, and of course, sleep experts. They have sleep clinics, usually for sleep apnea, trying to get rid of people snoring. But I would love to hear from you in that regard. Have you ever had a lucid dream? Now, I'm going to go into the different stages of sleep briefly, and then I'm going to come back to lucid dreams. Now, when I was doing the research, I've I've found conflicting information as I usually do. And of course, it's the internet, right? You're going to find conflicting information, but I try to sift through all the noise and 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 really only consult reputable organizations or um many different sources so I can find out you know, what the common ground is to come to a conclusion. Now, some say there are four stages of sleep. Some say there are five. Now, there's REM sleep, which is the last stage, and everybody's in agreement in that. And I'll get to REM sleep in a minute. But there's also NREM sleep or before REM sleep. So the first stage is, of course, stage N1 or NREM1. It's just falling asleep. Now check this out. This is very important. Your heartbeat and breathing slow down. Your muscles begin to relax. And this only lasts a few minutes, this first stage of sleep. Then you move into stage two, which is light sleep. Your heartbeat and breathing slow down further. There's no eye movements. Your body temperature drops. Your body temperature drops when you sleep. Your brain produces what's referred to as sleep spindles. And there's two things when it comes um, to that. There's K-complexes and sleep spindles. I'm not going to dive deep into those. You can check those out. If you want to do further research on your own, but they have to do with sleep, obviously. The second stage of sleep lasts about 25 minutes or so. Then you fall deeper. Stage three, the deepest sleep state. Your heartbeat and breathing are at their slowest rate. Still, no eye movements. Your body is Fully relaxed. Your delta brain waves are present. Tissue repair and growth and cell regeneration happen during this third stage of sleep. Now, for me, like I said, I don't take anything for granted. And some things are just absolutely fantastic when you really take the time and think about it. In this third stage of sleep, tissue repair and growth and cell regeneration. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for just a second. When you are sleeping, and after you've been sleeping for about 30 minutes or so, 
your body starts repairing itself. That's amazing to me. These bodies, the things that they do. Another thing that happens during this third stage of sleep is your immune immune system strengthens. Your immune system gets stronger while you're asleep. And I guess that's in conjunction with your tissue repair uh, and cell regeneration. Your body starts repairing itself while you sleep, yo. That's crazy to me. That's amazing to me. Now, some argue there's a fourth stage that's still part of the deep slate. I mean, deep uh, sleep state, right? And it may be, from what I've determined, it may be splitting hairs. I can see where a lot of the the uh, medical community has has said that there's only that third stage of sleep. But there is a, a second part to it, but it's still the deep sleep state, that third stage. Now, the fourth, or some say the fifth, but that final stage of sleep is called REM sleep. Rapid eye movement. That's what REM stands for. Rapid eye movement. This is the primary state of dreaming. Now, hold on. I'm going to pause for just a second. Think about this for a second. Just from a, a scientific or a procedural standpoint. Before you get to this dream state, your body goes through these stages of becoming more relaxed, repairing itself. Your body temperature drops. Physically, you are setting yourself up for something. And that is the dream state, the REM sleep state. Now, check this out. During REM sleep, when you hit this fifth stage or fourth stage of, of sleep, which is the primary dreaming stage, this is, this is the dream spot. This is dreamland. You've made it to dreamland. Your eye movement becomes rapid. You went from no eye movement to rapid eye movement. Your eyes are moving while you knocked out. Breathing and your heart rate increases during this REM sleep. So think about that for a second. You're like, yo, I'm going to go to sleep. Stage one, heartbeat slows down. Muscles react. Your breathing slows down. Stage two, stage three, you hit this REM sleep stage. And boom, your body's like your mind, your, your, you are in dreamland. You have reached a place physically where your mind is ready. Your body's reacting, your breathing and your heart rate increases. Why? Your limbs and your muscles become temporarily paralyzed during REM sleep. Heart rate increases, breathing increases, your eyes start moving, but the rest of your body shuts down, can't move it. Huh? What's that preparing your mind for? I'm telling you, I think this is a gateway to somewhere. These dreams are more than dreams. And the last thing I want to mention about REM sleep is that, without a doubt, Brain activity is markedly increased. Your brain starts going bananas during REM sleep. Yo, you cannot tell me that this isn't positioning you to be poised for some type of experience. All of these systems in our body happen when we fall asleep. All of these events happen when we fall asleep. Why? I'll tell you why. 
is to bring us to this gateway. Is to bring us to this place of consciousness that we're still alive, but we've left our body per se. Or we can leave our body per se. Now, there are things called remote viewing. There are things called lucid dreams, which I was going to touch on and come back to, and I'll do so now. Maybe you've had one. A lucid dream is dreaming and know that you dreaming while you dream it, but you don't wake up. Have you ever had one of those? That's your sleep and you're dreaming and you then realize that you're dreaming. Like, to me, that's mind-blowing when you just think about that. Okay? You're conscious outside of your consciousness. You know that you're asleep and dreaming. How are you aware of that and still be asleep? Now, I've had, I want to say, the pleasure of having these experiences. and. It's almost like my body or my mind has retaliated because I, I, it's almost like a deja vu experience. Like I can, I can notice it, but I, I don't stay there. I've only done that once and I was able to do whatever I wanted to in dreamland. I had control over the direction the dream took. It was crazy. It was bananas. It hasn't happened for years, but it was so profound that I do remember that. Have you ever had one? Please, once again, hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Email me, let me know. Or even on any of the socials, contact me, let me know. I'd love to hear about your lucid dreams. If you've ever had a lucid dream. So, let me know. Now, I've had people, and I've read stories that people say, you know, they dreamt about some numbers and for the, for the gambling, Amongst us, the gamblers amongst us, as you say, they played the numbers and they hit. They got numbers in the dream. I've read stories of people having premonitions, knowing of a future event that was coming through a dream. I got a special treat today for those of you that are are fans of my wife. Some of my highest rated episodes include my wife. I talked to my wife about dreams and it was brief, but she chimed in. I'm going to go ahead and play that now. So coming up right now is a brief discussion about dreams with my wife. Enjoy. So I'm joined by my wife real quick. And I just, um, since we're talking about this dream episode, I want to ask you what's your most interesting dream or memorable dream? Wow. Well. Put you on the spot, huh? Yeah. I've had a lot of vivid dreams. I bet you So man. it's hard to choose one. But I would have to say the most memorable would have to be the bad ones. Those nightmares. Yeah. There was a period in time where I had night terrors every night. That's horrible. Yes, and it was always about the apocalypse. And there would be death and dismemberment every time. So I was on some powerful drugs at that I was. Time. <laughs> I'm glad to say my I wife was. is drug free now. Since she met me, I got off of all of that stuff. Yes, she did. Oof. So, <laughs> but that was a side effect of a a highly um it was a controlled substance and it goes out while you're talking <laughs> that i was taking well i can't say anything's wrong because all your actions led us to be together so yes indeed yes, indeed and i'm a happy very happy man so. me too all right you know you're a happy man no. i'm a happy woman oh thank you let's get clarification <laughs> Pause. No, no. You can't say no H word no more. So, um, what cap? 
what they say, cap these days. I don't know. Anyway, but on the dream episode, I just wanted to get you in here real quick since uh, we're waiting because uh, my wife repaired an iPad screen. <laughs> Our son broke the screen and she found a Groupon for hunting some change. I know this ain't about dreams, but that's why she's up because I usually record late at night. So, but I just said while we're waiting for this to iPad to restore, we'll talk about dreams. What do you what do you think dreams are? Well, I think they can be different things. I think that sometimes your dreams are your mind's way of tying up loose ends. And other times your dreams are a way for people to visit you. Um, They can also be a way for you to go visit people. Now, I have never thought about that. Um, I know people have visited me via dreams, but I don't know. Have you visited somebody via a dream? I never heard that one. Um, I can't say that I have, but I mean, we've talked about astral projection. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if the two are intertwined or not. I don't know. I was like, when you said that, I was like, you've been going places? You've been seeing people? <laughs> no. That I need to know about? What's, what's no. that? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, dreams are very interesting. I learned a lot doing the research for this episode. I don't know where I'll stick this little snippet in. Since we were were waiting, I just wanted to to talk about dreams. You know, I told you I've been visited before Me too. via dream, and it's clearly a visitation because it's way different. I'm in the dream state, but. It's it's so much more. It's really hard to explain what it is. That's true. I think one or two of your dead exes. My wife has many dead exes. I'm just gonna say <laughs> if you if you're familiar with Scott I have Pilgrim, nothing to do with the that. seven deadly exes. <laughs> but have they visited you in your dreams? Yes. Oh. Unfortunately. Yeah. You didn't even tell me. Did you tell me? I did tell you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But they weren't really profound. That's why I just thought you was your subconscious was dreaming. Because the science, of course, the scientists that know it all say, you know, they know everything about dreams and it ain't nothing to it. And then there's dream people that interpret dreams. There's a whole world, but I can only speak from my personal experience, what I have known and experienced and felt, you know, with dreams. It's just so interesting the way our body reacts when we sleep and it puts us in this state and i think it's an untapped resource i think so too it's almost like a meditative state or uh, some kind of a trance because even now when i just lay down i don't know if it's the fact that i'm so tired or if i'm doing it consciously or subconsciously when i lay down i kind of just sink into the bed and I won't say that everything goes black because there's color. Go to the sunken place? <laughs> <laughs> what? It, it's, you know, it, have you ever played that game? Um, when, when I was a kid, we played this game called Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. I don't think we played that in Harlem. <laughs> in the Bronx, in the hood. But tell me about this game. How does it go? So, there was probably seven of us. No, maybe, maybe, maybe five of us. So, five of my friends. I think I had a slumber party and we did this. So, I laid on the floor and my friends were sitting around me in a circle and they each put two fingers underneath me. And... We all chant at the same time, light as a feather, stiff as a board, repeatedly. You know, you're and you're concentrating, your eyes are closed, and then they put pressure underneath me and lift me. And then they let go and I'm levitating. So that was a real thing that happened. (laughs) What? (laughs) And so when I especially this week when I have laid down to sleep, I feel like that. I, it's it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm sunk into the bed, 
But at the same time, I feel light as a feather and I just drift off to sleep. So. Mm. Well, you know, you're an interesting creature. We've been together for (laughs) 10, 12 years. And when you sleep, I just tell people you you can't touch my wife when she sleeps. (laughs) Like I tried that once. I almost lost some teeth. I tried to be intimate, I'll say. And wake her a certain way. And my wife is a former athlete and very well built. And, and a light sleeper. And I thought I was going to die. I'm just going to put it like that. So, but, um, you know, cuddling? No, that's not a thing. She's like, like, I might get a pinky toe. And I feel lucky now when I get the pinky toe and she slide that foot over. I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, since we've been together, you haven't had any violent dreams or you haven't waking up screaming or nothing like that. Once. Once? Once. When I was in the bed? Um, I don't think I was in the bed because I, I don't recall ever. Well, I didn't wake up screaming, but I definitely woke up um, disturbed. And mm. that was a visitation dream. And one of the dead exes who was always violent and was all still violent in you know in the visitation mm. you should have so. fucked him up you in dream world well you did that so oh i did it in a dream yeah i was the hero in the <laughs> yes, dream yes. what <laughs> yeah yeah so dream hero nice. <laughs> but it was still very disturbing you know and i woke up and usually when i have a bad dream and you're in the bed i'll wake up and i touch you i feel better i go back to sleep so I remember you were in the bed, but you didn't wake up. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> I was there. No, as long as you're there, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say you sleep better when I'm in the bed. So. I do. I think it's game. Is that game? No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, you see these psychics, they talk about dreams, and they interpret dreams. Like, if you dream about fish, somebody's pregnant, or some, you know... That's what they say, but why is it not just when you dream somebody's pregnant that they're pregnant? I don't. Why does it have no, to be fish? Because it's symbolic. It's, it's of it's what? I don't even know if that's the actual saying, but I'm. Just it saying. is. Is it? it is? Yes, because my mother several times over the years, I tried to be a fish before we had my before we had our son. I dreamed about fish. Are you pregnant? No, no. What? Why is it fish? I don't understand. Well, there's different symbols for different things. Yeah. I just remember the fish one. I didn't even know fish, I had got that right. There's, if you dream about snakes, I believe it has to do with money. Oh, okay. Um, if you dream, if you dream your teeth are falling out, that has to do with death, death in the family or. Oh, well, that's funny because when I looked up, you know, I did, like I said, I did the research and I don't know when I'll interject this interview, if I'll mention it before or after, but that's one of the most common dreams is about teeth. They didn't say mm-hmm. about teeth falling out, mm-hmm. but about teeth. The number one is um, falling. Oh, yeah. And I haven't falling. had it in a long time, but when I was younger, you know, that mm-hmm. where you're falling and then you wake up right before you hit. I didn't really have those types I would have dreams where I was jumping, jumping very high. You know, like the first Hulk movie where he yeah, just, yeah, yeah. that's how I would. You was Hulk jumping? I was Hulk yeah. jumping, and I but it was scary because I couldn't control where I was landing. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So it was not really a falling dream, but right. kind of, yes, a falling dream. Now. I'd like to see a study and see if it's people that live high up because I've always lived on the 12th or 14th, 12th or 14th floor mm. when I was younger and, you know, growing up in Harlem in the Bronx, living in the projects in the apartment building. So I've always wondered, you know, and I've had people falling to their death fall right past mm. my window going, ah, yeah. Poor baby. Yeah, I know. That's awful. <laughs> it's happened more than once, like three times, actually. Mm. Right directly past my window. At least that's how it sounded. It woke me from sleep. Oh, and God. That's terrible. Yeah, somebody. And then you go look out the window and you see their crumpled remains. Oh, that's what's wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, baby. 
What's why something gonna be wrong with me? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. Yeah, it's life. Life on planet Earth. Oh my god. But um, you know, now I'm gonna ask you: Have you ever had what they call erotic or wet dream? You know, very few. I used to have some. It wasn't that frequent, so but I wouldn't say very few. But I would remember wake up very orgasm few. and then like like hunching the air, humping the air. And, <laughs> I've done that once. And having an orgasm. <laughs> I've done that once. And that and it was probably when I was in my teens. Yeah, yeah, it was I when think. I was in my teens. So. And and it was so it's and it had you know, that was one of the dreams that I remember very vividly because it was this old balding man. Hey, describing me. No, Shut no, up. it was not like you. It was more like like I can't even like Archie Bunker. Oh no! Yes, I and I might but, have to cut that out. Dream- <laughs> Word, I might, I might have to cut. That but out. in the dream, I was very excited, and <laughs> and and I happened to be on top and bouncing, and so when I woke up, I was like that on my pillow. Yo, you understand? And I remember because in the dream he had a belly, so the pillow. This is shocking to me (laughs) on a number of levels, which I'm not gonna go into. You probably know why, because I'm like, yes, all of this is completely random. Not random, but completely opposite. Opposite, yes. You very opposite, very uncharacteristic. I mean, everything from what was going on in the dream to the person. I was just like, when I woke up, I was like, what is that? All right, off air, I'm going to have to get more <laughs> details about this experience. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my you know, gosh. Well, iPad, I think. Yay. Store, I don't know. Yeah. Boo. Well, I don't know what juice. that means. It still needs juice, but. Anything else you want to say about dreams before um, I conclude this snippet? No. Okay. Well, I know how to twist your arm, but since we were both sitting here <laughs> and I got the it's record. A sneak attack. I got the, well, no, I got the recording <laughs> equipment out. I just thought about it while we were sitting here. It's like, you know, you're still our most popular episode. By the way, uh, one of the top two episodes of the Mike's Opinion podcast is one with my wife. It's called We Just Had Sex, <laughs> and you should definitely go check that out. Another one is a little controversial is Gay, Gay, Gay Part 2. My wife is on, so if you want to hear more of my lovely wife, Nina Christina, then uh, go check those out. So, thank you for joining me in this snippet about dreams. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Huh? My wife, she's so funny. Man, I, you know, I just love is too weak to define what I feel for that woman. Truly, um, she allows me to truly be me. But did you hear what she said about the, the you know, when I asked her about her most memorable, profound dreams, she said the bad ones, right? Hmm? Yeah. Nightmares. Nightmares. Have you ever had a nightmare? Have you? I, I, I don't. Can't say I've had a lot, but I mean, we've all had bad dreams. You know, um, when we're children, our imagination is wild, right? And my wife and I still have a son that's in the single digits. He won't be single digits too much longer, but young son. And, you know, if he watches something and it's hard to control we try to have control but let him have some freedoms but at the same time you know something will slip through or even just to show that we're watching he'll have a glimpse but you know he'll have a bad dream and want to come crawling to bed with his mom and i and when i talk to my wife about the dreams you know she says she's had one that just woke her up just not screaming but you know disturbed she called him she used to have night terrors I've, I've, I'm fortunate that I've never had night terrors, you know, anything like that. I hope you haven't, but if you had, I, I, I'd really, you know, like to know, have you been haunted in your dreams by something or somebody? Hmm? 
Like I said, I hope you have it. I hope you have it. But these, um, these dreams, you know, when I was talking to my wife about them and I'm just looking at her while she's talking and she was happy, even though, you know, she was laughing, even though she was talking about some of her, some her bad dreams, but it, it, you know, having someone in your life like that, you know, who, who says you bring them comfort, you know, when she has a bad dream, she reaches out for me. I feel really good. And she also said I came, I was a hero in one of her dreams. Yeah. I like to be the dream hero. So if you want me to be your dream hero, reach me up. I mean, hit me up. Maybe I can come into your dreams. I used to tell my son, and I still tell him from sometimes, you know, time to go to bed. I said, I'll meet you in dreamland. And I haven't been able to control that, to meet somebody like we both fall asleep at the same time and meet in the same, you know, semi-conscious space. Wouldn't that be like amazing to be able to do that? Now, I wonder if we have to dream. I know we have to sleep because sleep deprivation is a form of torture. Have you ever been mad sleepy like, and you couldn't go to sleep? Like crazy, so sleepy. You just want to close your eyes, but you can't. Like, you nodded out. I'm from New York, right? And I've really never been a subway sleeper. But I have been on the subway and some seen some people knocked out. Now, keep in mind, this is a noisy environment. It is also an environment that's turbulent, like you're experiencing turbulence. Those trains move, some would say violently, and they are knocked out. Sleep. So, I don't know if those are really tired people or just people that are so comfortable on the subway that they just can fall asleep. So, I mentioned, you know, REM sleep. And during REM sleep, the brain is working differently to when we're awake. Certain parts of the brain have become dormant, such as the prefrontal cortex, which controls rational thought, while other parts become highly active, like the amygdala. And that's the part of the brain that controls emotion. Now, there's been studies, people that are hooking up the brain thing, the wave. This is nothing that's guesswork. These are scientists and medical professionals that have found a way to monitor the brain and the electrical activity in the brain. And the amygdala, uh, the, um, amygdala lights up, and that's the part of the brain that controls emotions. All right? And the part of the brain that controls rational thought shuts off once again. That leads to my hypothesis that this sets us up for a gateway to something else. The dream state is something else. It's something different. It can, it can, it's a gateway. It opens us up to many possibilities. That's, that's why I, I mean, I really do believe that. Now, I don't know if there's been any studies on the brain activity of animals. But those of you who follow me um, know that I am an animal lover. A lot of my friends call me Dr. Doolittle. I truly believe, I truly know that I communicate with them. And I can understand them. They don't speak words, but it almost sounds like a, like a look or a certain body gesture or a sound, like a meow or a bark. I know what they're saying. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Been that way my whole life. My old dog now who's 15 and, uh, you know, I lost two cats recently. I was going to make an episode about that. Had them both for 15 years. I just didn't make that episode. It's heartbreaking. Um, <clears throat> but my dog and my cats, may my cats rest in peace. They used to dream and my cats, I mean, my dog still dreams. These are no doubt 
dreams. She's dreaming. She's howling or barking or eating or running. She is dreaming. And because of her age and her health declining, when I see her, she'll be laying on her side, her hind legs, and sometimes her front legs, she'll be going, Paul. She'll be going. And I just say, dream, girl. Dream. I hope you're in a meadow somewhere and if you're just having a great time in that dream. Now, on occasion, I have interrupted her dream. And my dog will wake up and look at me like, yo, yo, I was there. I was in a good place. You know, I might try to step over her something and tap her or make a noise. And she'll look at me like, yo, come on, come on. You know, why, yo, why you, why you wake me up? I was in a good dream. I was having a good dream. Now, I've had this happen to me. I wonder if my dog can do it. And I wonder if it's happened to you. Have you ever been dreaming? Woke up. Because you had to go to the bathroom or whatever. Went back to sleep and continued the same dream. Like it just picked up right where it left off. I have. And to me, once again, I think that's evidence. I think that's proof that you were physically in another place. Your consciousness, our, 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 our being. We were in a different place and we were able to go back to that same place and pick up right where we left off. I'm telling you, our brain and these levels of consciousness, we might know 5%. We might know how to utilize 5% of this power. I think there are some real validations to what our brain and our pineal gland, some people call it our third eye, has the capability and power to do. I think we find a way to turn it off. And there are some that lean in. But in Western society, I think our just our whole existence, our diet, our I mean, just a whole bunch of factors contribute to the deactivation of the ability to obtain these different levels of consciousness more regularly and be able to engage and manipulate these levels of consciousness more freely. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, like I said, I always do a lot of research, right? And in a lot of the psychological, the psychology world, the, 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 the mental health world, if you will, psychologists, psychiatrists, they say there's three types of dreams. And I don't mean to discount their years of reading books and taking tests and obtaining these pieces of paper called the degrees and PhDs and all of that. Hooray for you. Okay. I'm, I'm not discounting that. Kudos. You had to do a lot to get that. I understand. But they claim there's three types of dreams. There's dreaming and passive imagination. There are dream illusions and dream hallucinations. Now, what the difference is between an illusion and a hallucination, I don't know because they seem to be one and the same. If you're having an illusion, are you not hallucinating? But I'm not here to try, I'm not here to argue with the mental health community, the professionals that provide the care, because there's a lot of people out there that do need it. They need help with their mental. Now, there are several types of dreams. I mentioned those from the you know, mental health professional, the psychologists and psychiatrists, those three types of dreams, passive imagination, illusion, and hallucination. There are also nine other types of common dreams. And I'm going to mention these. And I want to tell, once again, chime in, let me know. Have you had any of these type of dreams? I'm going to work backwards and tell you what the number one is. And I bet you, you've had it. I've had it. And I, I haven't, you know, whenever I'm talking about dreams, I haven't met anybody who hasn't had this type of dream. You can probably already guess what it is, right? But 
flying dreams. Have you ever had any dreams that you were flying? Supposedly that's a a type of dream and a common type of dream. Dreams about your teeth. You ever had dreams about that? If you, uh, you know, when I talked to my wife in the clip just a few moments ago, um, she talked about you know dreams about teeth, about teeth falling out meant death was coming for someone. There's these what they call old wives' tales. Like did wives of past years did they have nothing else but to tell tales, or were there truths in their tales? Because woman's intuition is real. Make no mistake about that. We also talked about fish. If you dream about fish, what that mean? Somebody's pregnant. That's how mom used to say that to her. Is there any truth to that? I don't know. I don't know for sure. I didn't research that. So I don't know. But I'd like to take a poll. Let me know. Once again, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Email me and let me know. Has any of these things come to fruition? To you, have you dreamt about fish and somebody was pregnant? Have you dreamt about teeth falling out and did and somebody passed? Let me know. I'd, I'd really, really like to know. Another type of dream is the naked dream. Like you're naked, everybody else is closed, you're in an embarrassing situation. Have you ever had that dream? Hmm? There's one where you're back at school and you're failing your exams. That's a common type of dream. The dream where you can't run, where you're stuck. Hmm? You ever had that kind of dream? Yeah. And there's another dream where you're being chased by someone or something. Supposedly that's another type of dream, a common dream. But the number one most common dream, and I told you I've had this one as well. Did you guess it? Do you know what it is? Falling. I used to have this dream. I don't want to say frequently, but when I was younger, I used to have it often. I mean, a lot. I've had it a lot. It seemed like there was a certain period though, like like one six-month period or year where you're falling. For me, I'm falling and I would wake up right before I hit the ground. Yeah. Have you ever had that dream? You know, woke up like, huh? Huh? Right before you, 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 you hit the ground? I've I've had that dream, and I like I said I remember having it definitely more than a few times. And of course, there are those that study these things in and out of the medical community who will analyze these and give definition or meaning to these dreams. You know, so I would love to say that all of them are right or all of them are wrong. But the fact of the matter is, I don't know. I don't know who's right, who's wrong. All I can do is tell you from my personal experiences. Now, when they measure these dreams, some of these scientific studies, they measure brainwave frequencies and amplitudes from an electrocephalogram, which is otherwise known as an EEG where they can monitor your brain waves. And they use it to differentiate the different stages of sleep. But before I close out today, I just wanted to say, I am fascinated by doing the research for these episodes. I love doing this podcast. I really, really do. And I hope you enjoy it as well. Um, I always ask you to please support the show financially if you can. And if not, just like, share comment, subscribe, do all of that stuff, and mostly share, especially, you know, let let people know. I think, matter of fact, I know that we are amazing creatures. And when studying for this dream episode, I learned quite a bit and I was reminded and, and amazed at the possibilities of what Dreaming can be the many different things and how I truly believe it, you know, getting to that point, these stages of sleep and what happens to us that prepares us to get to this doorway or this gateway. And that once you reach that dream state, 
anything's possible. What you can do, where you can go, who you can communicate with, it's all possible when you reach that dream state. I said I would touch briefly on daydreams, and I'd like to know, have you ever been daydreaming and it seems like you've reached that sleep dream state, but not asleep? You might be sitting in your office. Have you envisioned or daydreamed so deeply that you really, like you were immersed in that place wherever you went? And then when you came out of it, it was it was almost literally like you were asleep, like you were daydreaming, like you were so into that deep thinking, that daydreaming, as we call it. I, I would love to hear from you. Any of your dreams, and any for any reason really, but particularly pertaining to this episode because. This shit fascinates me. I'm just going just, I know I've said it, I'm going to say it again. It's fascinating. And because of this episode, my research for this episode, I'm going to be trying to do some different things with my dreams. I'm going to see if I can bring myself to a lucid dreaming state. Because that's like being Neo in the Matrix. Like, I'd be able to jump off buildings and across continents and fly and do the flyest shit like when I'm dreaming. Right? I could do anything in my dreams. And I, I, I really want to do that. I want to do that. I really appreciate you listening. I really, really do. Dreams are fantastic. The dream state is fantastic. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. Thank you for listening to the dream episode. What's coming up next week? Yo, I got one for you because I'm suffering from them right now. We're going to talk about allergies next week the next show make sure you tune in allergies because if you are chewing and boohooing it might be because of something in the air but what's crazy if you allergic to certain shit it can kill you yes allergies tune in next week on the Mike's opinion podcast thank you so much for listening